Hey guys, this is Kyle Langford and you're listening to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast for the first time in 2024 for the public show. The Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast, I am very happy to say, is still two blokes that have known each other forever who catch up most days in the Melbourne CBD for lunch. To talk everything Essendon Footy Club, my name is Grant and with me is Scotty. Happy New Year, everyone. And Indeed, <laughs> a happy 2024 to everyone. Yeah, it's uh, really good to be back. Uh uh, yeah, it's it's been a busy off season. Uh, I've been all over the travelling, doing all these sorts of things. And yep. how, what was your Christmas like anyway? I Mate, just just to yeah, we had a great Christmas. My wife and I at the sort of halfway through last, like towards the end of the last year, we went. Let's jump on a plane somewhere, get off on an island, and drink fruity drinks with little cocktail um, umbrellas in them. But then we sort of went. Eh, meh, can't be bothered. So we just rented an Airbnb um, down at Blair Gary and just. Had a great time. You and uh, the lovely, um, much better half came down and saw us. And we had a very chilled, very relaxed Christmas New Year. Uh, watched the fireworks, excuse me, from a very long distance away and just had a great time. <laughs> no, yeah. What'd you yeah. get up to? Uh, look, I did. Obviously, people who know <laughs> regulars to the show, I actually did because I did do a couple of months in Europe and not gonna, I won't talk about that too much because yeah, it pains people out. Um, uh, you know, work obviously work was very busy post that trip, uh, cat doing catch up. So I literally just decided to catch up on movies and TV and and just you know sometimes you just got to shut off your mind. Yes, yeah. that was just where I was at. I was just like I was just, I'm not, I was I must admit I was pretty tired. It was a big year for the show, big year traveling, big year with work, and I was just. You know, cricket was on, and and just uh, sat there and watched it. The couch I had a, a massive dent in the couch by by January eighth, and uh, so there I caught up on you know all pretty much. I, I went, oh, what are the uh, Oscars and all them doing? What are the top films? All right, I'll watch them all, and uh, watched. I think I must have watched about ten TV series. I was going to say discovered British uh, British cop dramas. <laughs> I know. I watched one. Uh, I think I watched Shetland. Someone told me to watch Shetland, and <laughs> suddenly it just, I had a, a, a hankering for British cop tri- crime drama. I must admit, I've always watched. It sounds bad, but I've watched a lot of US shows in my in my short term history, and uh, I never really delved into that air side and. And then I just had this absolute love of it and uh, I've watched probably about six British crime drama series, but I won't bore you with that. But, yeah, it was it was a good summer just to to chill out and... Uh, forget and about how we finished last season and <laughs> yeah, see, if we can, about, see if we can look but, forward to next. Yes, I think that finally that GWS game is now out of my... Yeah, <laughs> after about 35 showers and crying a little bit in each one of them, I think we're done. Yeah, so uh, obviously... Um, as December and January hit, I went down to quite a few training sessions. Yes, indeed. And this is really why we're doing the show is uh, we haven't, you know, a lot of people ask me about training. They see my kind of clips and my feedback either on, on Twitter or videos on Twitter or Bomber Blitz or if you're um, C. John's on Bomber Blitz if you're a Blitz fan. Uh, and so, you know, on Facebook. So I just tried to give some training guidelines and I thought I'll put a bit on, I'll put it, my thoughts in a, into a podcast and 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 yeah, so uh, I thought I'll explain what I'm seeing, and we'll, in a couple of minutes or so, we're going to do something rare. Which I it's a <laughs> we've got a we've got a sting, we've got an entrance uh, music <laughs> to uh, a, a, a segment for uh, that'll facilitate Scotty telling us all about what's been happening down there at training. So interestingly, I reckon after the uh, <laughs> we've got tacky theme music to our to our. I love it. Our, uh, we just recorded it and I love it. So I reckon after the first break, we might uh, ease into Scotty's review. Yeah, so uh, look, uh, uh, it's been, <coughs> I think... Um, One. 
as Zach Merritt said, it's been fantastically st- stable uh, yeah, at the club. And, absolutely. And uh, if, if you imagine the mayhem that was probably 12, 14 months ago with CEO changes and those things kind of things happened and uh, it's been almost a non-event in some ways. Uh, the club's just gone about their business nicely and um, and the health of the players is at a pretty good level. I think just unfortunately poor Jaden Hunter, um, who was lucky looking really good, which is a bit frustrating. I know. I was looking um, forward to him just seeing Yeah, I think a lot of fans were yeah. really looking forward to him because he could lead up to the ball really well and uh, just um, obviously he, he'd done the, the knee before and just to see hear him do it again and, you know, coming off an injury as well uh, and getting his, you know, big chance on an AFL list for, for a 12-month period. Uh, I must admit, I went – when I heard the news, I didn't wasn't even really thinking of Essendon. I just thought, like, this poor guy. Yeah. Like, it's just like sometimes you just talk about the highs the, and yeah, the low. Just a, it's a cruel game sometimes, and just oh. as on a human level, I just really felt for him, and um, because he would probably be pretty. I mean, you couldn't be more shattered with that. And I know he would have good people around him at the club and players, and, and it sounds like he's probably just temporarily gone back to Perth with family, which is probably a good idea because it is. He's, he's just had his surgery, I think, in the last week. Um, so it's a long process from here and obviously doing it second time around, it's, you're probably adding, unfortunately, a few extra months, a bit like Jade yeah, and Davey had to, just add some extra months to strengthen up the knee post. So just wish him all the best. It's, it's, all you can do is just wish him all the best and, and um, he is only 21, so that's he's to his yeah, advantage. i got so. a stinking suspicion that, um, like you said, the, the club will have given him the well and truly the okay to go back home, get better, mate, and no, no pressure on him. But I reckon they'll want him back at um, Tullamarine. When in he's, some when shape he's or up form, and yeah. 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 I, even if they, you know, I, I'm not trying to downplay his chances or anything, but even if it was a, a VFL kind of option and, and yeah. that, you know, it, it would be hard for him. That's just realistically because it's a cutthroat world. Hard for him to get on an AFL list probably next year because the club's already said it's going to attack free agency again. Yeah. And and it just gets harder and harder um, when you're the person who was picked last with just twelve months. It's not easy if you bring up another three players and free agency and you draft again and 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 the player and the club has to again cut seven or eight players. Yeah, it's not easy. So, uh, but I think they're really they they genuinely believe there's something there. Um, but just how that method of how they go about it. But just wish them all the best. Yeah, just, absolutely. If you uh, just. Re- him and his family just wishing him all the best and and, and hopefully uh, he gets all the support he needs. So, look, aside of that, what I wanted to do is uh, is people ask me about players. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through a list of the top ten. So I'm going to go – Top ten? Top ten players that have stood out to me in this in this preseason. Now, to, to clarify what that means before I get all the feedback that I know I normally will get. Mate, why don't we go to a quick break? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll come back after that quick break. We'll run through the the uh, the rules and regulations so that you don't get bombarded with people going, hell or something. Oh, I reckon there we go. We'll go through the, the rules and then I can't wait for this thing. I can't wait for the opening entrance uh, to, your, to your segment. So we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys when we get back from the break. Sounds good. And welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Now then, the top 10 list. <laughs> well, Explain for me. Well, okay. so What does it mean? What does it not mean? <laughs> so these are the players that have stood out um, outside of the norm of what they normally bring out or have stood out as like, oh, that could be a Caught hit. the eye. Caught the eye. So you're going to have some players, you know, surely they've been in the top 10. Uh, I'll give an example, like Jordan Ridley, right? He just he's Jordan Ridley. He's training like Jordan Ridley. It, whether it's a standout, no, but it's still at a high level. But and that's so, almost like yeah. for, for him, that's a sad thing like for us. But <laughs> he, he's he's training at an incredibly high level. But you would expect that from Jordan but Ridley, that's right? Jordan Ridley, right? Unfortunately, mate, you're just that good that you've just performed to expectations. So it's it's really just me. What's caught my eye, and yeah. that might be different this year. And 
Um, yeah, so shall we introduce the segment? Mate, here we go. Ready? Uh, we recorded this, could this be little the saddest thing we've ever done. It could be hilarious or but it, it could be sad. Laugh. But uh, here we go. Lay it on me, Scotty. Join us now as we present Scott's Top 10 Essendon Football Club on the track pre-season standouts. That's the stupidest thing I've ever done. Scotty, what have you been seeing on the training track, mate? All right, so I'll count down from 10 to 1. So 1 being basically who I think has been my biggest standout. Yep. So, uh, yes. So I want to give out... A special mention. So I'll start off with some special mention names who didn't make the top 10. Uh, and they'll, they'll be all for various reasons. So I've got here one which may surprise a few people, but I've got Jake Stringer as a special okay. mention. Now, the reason why I've got Jake uh, and watching him in January coming back from his surgery, and I think that's a, a key point uh, to why I've got him listed as a special mention and was close to being in my top 10, is I've had criticism of him of when he's come back from a surgery or from an injury of not coming back in a level that I was overly flattering. For a professional athlete. Yeah, when he's not having an injury, he does actually come into preseason quite well. But I always found that when he does an injury, he doesn't – probably when Scott, Brad Scott, talks to the club about – having a, a professional AFL lifestyle, probably that's where okay. one, one area I'll go for Jake, maybe when you've got an injury, things are done differently. I thought he came back really well, um, has really attacked training. And as I've sat it, as I've pretty much on the weekend, uh, he's looking really good. So he was looking Jakey of close to Jakey of old. I reckon he's probably three weeks away. Cause remember he's actually, coming from that surgery. So he did rehab all the way up to New Year. Uh, so you've got to understand that. So he's a bit like Draper and uh, just come back. But the, the, last, the last match practice, he started to look really good, starting to move really well. Where have they played um, him? Uh, his normal role. So it's a little bit uh, in the middle. High half forward, a little yeah, bit in little the middle. A little bit in the middle, yeah, fine. Yeah. So, okay. But it gave me some confidence because he's had the surgery that hopefully that's finally right now. He's whatever it is, the groin area or whatever uh-huh. uh, that finally is over and done with. And so, yeah, I, the last time I saw him, I went, actually, you're looking quite good. And he's still too, like I said, he's still probably three weeks, three weeks away from peak fitness and peak like Jake proper, Stringer. Proper fitness. Yeah. But we're three weeks away from a practice match. So it's timing pretty well. He's, he's good. leading up. Good, good. And I think with Jakey, you can't underestimate if somehow he plays 20 good games of football, there's not a doubt in my mind we play finals. If he, like there's if he not a doubt in my mind. 10 to 15 good yeah. games of football, yes, in a football club. To the potential he can play. Di- yeah, yeah, to the completely different beast. And I get this cynical side because I, I see it on Twitter, it's a contract year, this is typical Jakey. But yeah, 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 whatever. Whatever it is, if we can get the best out of him this year, uh, we're going to make finals. That's just reality. Okay. Because that's how much of a game changer he is. Uh, I've got Nick Martin as a, a special mention. Uh, he still looked silky and as normal and Nick good Martin. good things, yeah. But that's a credit to him because he's playing a different, completely different role, which is that halfback. Yep. So for him to adjust that easily and and – and, you know, Brucey, who's a, my good friend, watches training every session. He was even saying the last session, he said he was an architect. Like, he was unbelievable. Uh, How, have you seen him on anybody? Because, okay, him running around by himself in the back line, he'll be smooth as you like, right? But what if, what if they're going through his player? Yeah, look, it's an interesting point. And that, that, that would be part of his development, yeah. uh, no doubt. Because, and I think teams will also target him as a, as a, as a lockdown to make him accountable. Yeah. So, you know, but if, if you're well coached teams get around this, like teams couldn't stop Nick Dacos at halfback in the, in, in yeah, the other true. year. Daniel Rich continually just got the ball 25, 30 Luke times. Hodge, you coach yeah. around it and, and you want to get to, you may, it's compliment when you get to a point where they actually put a tagger at yeah, half, at, on you, you know, yeah. on you at halfback um, because it loosens up other areas then. Uh, so, Look, he's, the luxury for him is is, is the inter, possible introduction of Zach Reed, and then you got Ridley. So you, then you got three good, really good ball users yeah. that you can go plan B, plan C. Redmond's obviously a good ball user. 
Um, so it's it's not just I don't see it as a case of oh you shut down Martin you shut down no there's other Ridley's more than a fine kick so um, I've got here Andy McGrath as a special mention I think he's been training as hard as I've seen him and and he's been all uh, backline yeah yeah typical backline role great Um, I just I just didn't have him in my top ten if I'm being honest because. He's still a little bit doing the kicking around the corner. Even in the back line, it's not always coming off. Okay. Um, but, you know, his lockdown defence. I was going to say his main role. Yeah his, yeah. his main role of lockdown defence. I still think it's underappreciated by fans about I think. What, what he does yeah. well. Um, I get not every ball coming off his boot. But I still like the fact that he has such an attacking mindset, um, which I've always I've, – I'd rather want that than anything else. Uh, from pretty much all 22 players who yep. are on the ground. So I think he's had a really good preseason. Uh, Hobbsy uh, has been really solid in, in his midfield minutes. Um, I mean, Hobbsy's looking like Hobbsy, I guess, in some ways, so that's why I didn't get him in the top 10. But he's just continually growing. Um, he's got season number he's two. got stronger again in the in the, in the the upper thighs and, and around the waist. And so I think he, he's a player to watch as probably coming on. There's quite a few honourable mentions. I've got two yeah, more. Go for it. Uh, Heine, may, people may surprise. So he's been playing. He's been playing the the Menzi forward role uh, uh, of late and doing really well at it and having real X factor and creativity and and setting up goals and kicking goals himself. Um, but one thing I liked about Heine, Heine for me traditionally on the training track. He hasn't always overly stood out in as far as running capacity, but. You know, he wasn't a player that people often discussed that he went to Arizona and then he did a running program and then he finished, uh, you know, top five or six in the two-kilometre time trial. And that wasn't his history. He was a sprint runner, but he wasn't that kind of fitness-based long distance. So he's really attacked this preseason hard and I give him a lot of credit for okay. it. Uh, playing a different role, being a real ener- ener- energetic bunny and – He's one to watch again. He's just one to watch. Yeah. I go, he could surprise people and just what he does in maybe in a different role. Good. You're going to like this one because <laughs> people might be surprised because I've probably been a, not as overglowing as always of this player. But Harrison Jones, I'm going to actually put in as a player that – and the reason I've got this is because it is it is simply based of what the Harrison Jones I've seen previous pre-seasons. Yeah. And there's no doubt – he has got a wake-up call. Uh, one, one year contract will do that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he's attacked. Uh, he's attacked the preseason really hard. Done every session. Um, his energy level is really good. His pack marking is back, which is really crucial for him. Yep. Um, now everyone knows. I think there's areas he needs to improve on, and I think that's leading up to the ball carrier and a few other things like that. And that's just where I sit personally. Um, but there's, I believe he's not – it's not from a lack of effort that he's not trying to improve himself. And I think enough players have mentioned how thrilled they are with Harrison's preseason. Langers has said it. Yeah, yeah. So there's he's definitely in the mix. Uh, and it's it's what the Essendon Football Club needs. Like you, We'll talk about another player a bit later on um, that maybe he's competitor, but – no matter what anyone says, you need a you need a fully fit, healthy Arison Jones to know what you've got. Yes, because um, he's a he's he's definitely got talent. Because we've got a, we've got a, a an inkling of what we've got. We yeah. kind of know what we've got, but then I think the people that have um, been <laughs> eagerly uh, um, sort of taking the opposing view to mine on Facebook, um, if he had played his last, has it been like injured two years, right? If he yeah. had played his last two years and just been soundly beaten every time he got to the ball and just hasn't improved and is just probably not going to turn out to be a footballer, then I can understand why you'd want Caddy in there for game one, right? Mm. But unfortunately, we're in this unfortunate situation where Harrison has shown you a bit and then he dipped a little bit and then he was injured. So Mm. you don't know, we don't know what Harrison can do, right? We don't have enough data. So you've got to chuck him in a fully fit Harrison to now, and I know it's three years down the track and blah, 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 but we have to make sure that he can... Either player he can't. And that means round one, Harrison Jones, centre-half forward. 
right? And or whichever if, if Friday's there or whatever it is. But that's I think it's really important that he gets a go, an absolute like a proper go because he is the incumbent. Yep. So that was um, that was my. Uh, yeah. Sort of honourable mention. Honourable mention. So we're now we'll go to number 10. Rightio. We should have had like, should have had music in. Dun, 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 10. <laughs> so I've got Young Hayes at number 10. Look out. So I've been really impressed. The Fanta. With how he's attacked the preseason. Because you want to see growth. And that's, so there, when I talk about classic, what's standing out, what's got my eyes pricked, it's, it's, uh, it's seeing him one-on-one against AFL players. Uh, and then um, more times than he ever has before matching them or beating them. Good. Uh, being physically so much more stronger this preseason uh, and running really well and just attacking everything. So he's one that's really stood out to me in, in the match. In the match overhead? Yeah. He's sort of looking good overhead and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Look, he's a, he's a punch first guy. Okay. And that's, you know, he's a bit um, – yeah, he's old school like that. Fletchery yeah. kind of like yeah. that. So, but he, he's definitely keeping up uh, with his opponents. He's so he's his capacity to run longer distances improved a lot. But obviously, the key thing to him is physically matching better in yeah. contests. Not everyone, but the reason why it's exciting that is he's at this point because in December last month he turned nineteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. He was drafted pretty much within a window of like 10 days of when he got drafted. Of when he was allowed to be drafted, allowed yeah. Allowed to be drafted. So he's really young. Um, so, you know, he's probably what, oh yeah, six, seven months young, older than Caddy. So you think yeah. of it that way and go prime key position player, another Especially year into bigger again. Yeah. And, and, you know, then you're talking about a just turned 20-year-old that's right to go. So... Oh, yeah, I've been really impressed with how he's attacked the preseason. Oh, man, really good to hear. Now, another guy, number nine, Nick Bryan. Uh, so Ooh. the reason why I've got Nick Bryan, uh, I'm not saying he's been like having best ons or anything performance, but really in what was fantastic with the Goldstein signing um, is because Draper has been unable to perform any ruck duties, has actually been only been uh, a... Goldstein and Brian matchup. And so every match sim they have rack or oh, okay. match practice, Brian has to go up against Goldstein. How many times has he stood on Goldie's head? <laughs> so I honestly have not seen Goldstein at all comprehensively beat him. Uh, and, and I think the last three times I've seen Brian and Goldstein, I've actually come away going, that's 50 50. Um, Goldstein maybe had probably 60% of the tap outs. Brian had probably 70% or more possessions around the ground. Okay. So Brian is really improving and it shows me that I'm not sure in my heart of hearts I call him the third wheel. um, Brian? Yeah, I I think he's improving enough now to go. It's, you know, I still have Draper personally as number one. It has to be, yes. Um, Goldstein, from experience, you probably just have to give him the edge just because He's age 35. Yeah, but sure. But Brian, for all intents and purposes, is right there with Goldie. It's about what he could do on a, on a ground. And he's, yeah, he's an interesting one to to know how they handle him this year. Um, because if he starts dominating the VFL. You've got to get him on the side. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that's a question I would love to ask the club or something. Where do you fit Nick Bryan into that team? Mm. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. Number eight. I've got Darcy Parrish. Now, Darcy... Probably had to his standards, still played some blinders, yeah. but to his standards, probably wasn't as consistent as he normally was last year. Um, just felt a bit off for him and he had a few niggles and just it's one of those years and just nothing ever seemed right or yeah. co- or constant or cohesive or whatever the words, continuity. Um, so I was interested, but, you know, some match teams, he's just dominant. It was felt like that close to Brownlow, all Australian year kind of feel to him. Just he's, he's done every session, looks a lot stronger. Yeah, he, look, he looks a specimen now. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's having a child. He's he, they're, they're madly in love, him and his wife. He just looks, you know, when guys are just in that happy place yeah. of just they love. Confident they, in his yeah, skills. Confident in yeah. his skills. He's actually 
whether it translates to games, I don't know, but he's definitely kicking the ball the best I've seen him uh, at the moment. He's uh, so David Rath have been has been doing some extra sessions with Parrish uh, inside the hangar and yep. sort of on the outside as well, just on his on his ball drop. And and I I felt like he's kicking really well. Uh, so I've got him as probably my favourite to have the most Brownlow votes out of any Essendon player this year. Okay. So I just think there's. There's just a sense in me that there's a big year coming from Darcy Parrish. Man, I, so. I, I hope he wants to put his hand up to be the man. Like, yep. I, mean, I know Zach is our guy. He's our main midfielder. He's the man. But he's he's real close he's to real him. Close. And if he wants to step up this year, mate, you can take it. Yeah, so number seven uh, is the free agency pickup of Mackay. So H. Yeah. The eight squillion B. dollar man. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Did you say H or B? Harry. As in Ben. As in Ben? Yes. Damn it. There's the first one for the year. <laughs> I, I like Harry. I like the word Harry. Ben. Well, B. Like, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Ben McKay. Uh, look, I really liked, you know, you watch him closely. He reads the play so well. I, 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 I underestimated how well he reads the play. Um, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a tidbit of what, they're, what they've been working on lately. I love it, tidbit. And this hopefully just doesn't – don't say this to any scouts – um, <laughs> then no one listened to the show from any other clubs. <laughs> but it's interesting. They've been using Brian in an interesting way. So uh, when the, the ball is coming down from the opposition a bit slower, what they do is they have Brian bolt down uh, to, and take Mackay's opponent. And Mackay then sits off about, f- about four or five metres. And so he can cover the Ridley or Redmond if, well, if, if there's a, if they cut off. So they're kind of trusting Brian's strength in there to be able to compete one yeah. on one. But uh, yeah, they're just doing some little different things about how they can get more support and be well, stronger make, defensively. So make the most out of um, of Ben Mackay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was number two in intercept mark, so uh, it makes perfect <laughs> sense to get him open. Yeah, <laughs> so, and he reads. Yeah, like I said, he reads the play really well. There was one session where he, he was totally dominant in the back line, and and uh, yeah, it was it was like pretty like okay, they, I can see it, and he is huge. Like when you do go to the ground, you go, oh, you're a really really big specimen. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, he's gonna. It's going to plug a few times and a few games, holes that we just haven't had before. So. Beautiful. Okay, number six. I've got Setterfield. Excellent. So I really hope he does well. Will Setterfield uh, obviously had interrupted uh, year, uh, fully fit now, raring to go. I, he's been really impressive in the match practice. So he's tackling his uh, ability to win the ball. His goal kicking actually has been fantastic. He's just done it all and uh, – it looked like that first six round Will Setterfield we got ah, last year. So tackling, doing everything. Oh, I would be surprised if he wasn't starting round one. I would be genuinely surprised. I don't know what Scott's tactics or thoughts around that, but yeah. he looks really solid and uh, he fits into that midfield really well. He's a point of difference. And uh, do you see him as a as a uh, like a uh, what's the word the, like a standard part of our midfield? Like is there like Darcy Zach? And setters are that's it. Like they're the they're the I think so. The three and then Caldwell and Shield and Hobbs and all those guys yeah, yeah. will slot in as required. Yeah, I, I see those three guys as as, as each one complements each other. Yeah, uh, Merritt has a as the outside kind of final yep. kick, and Parish could be the release handle. Um, Setterfield has that ability to do slight run with roll or or block a star. With his physicality, and it's that big he, body we and, want in there. Yeah, and he'll get you. He'll, he'll give you six or eight tackles. He'll he'll put pressure on. He's a strong, strong boy. So, I'm really liking his, his preseason so far. So I hope that okay, that you know, the more depth we can have through that midfield that are healthy and fit, the better we'll be. So well, absolutely, we'll uh, be better. better number we'll five, be. Sam Durham. Now he. Uh, He's probably, he's probably going to rip me off saying, how can I be number five? Why not? Even- Mate, when I went down to training that time, <laughs> this bloke was sh- like lengths ahead of anybody on, on the, on on the, the 2K, yeah, time, the 2K trial. time trial. Yeah. Like he's taken another step um, physically. And that's what it is, right? He's, it, his fitness base is, is, is uh, yeah, is pretty elite. Um, and look, and, and what's really encouraging is there have been – Developing him a lot is, is in the inside 
midfield kind of centre square area, which is really interesting. So what is he, what he's been doing is playing a lot of um, kind of mid, but may, not always, you would say, inside as in physical inside mid. That's still the parish role. That's still the yeah. – but he's pl- playing around the midfield. But because he's put on four kilos of just genuine muscle, even though he's – even though he's sat fit, he's still – he's just – his body contact, when he makes contact with setters and all the other guys, he stands up really strong in those areas. Um, so he's physically really capable of playing that role. And Good. He, his desperation always shines there. But how they've been using him is they rotate him quite at half forward quite a lot. So he rotates down – when the rotation starts, he runs down to half forward – but then you see him take an overhead mark, a spectacular overhead mark at 40 yards out, and you realise that's a really dangerous yeah, player. Yeah, option, yeah. His forward role, like the Dreamtime game we saw the with the new intro, he can really he can go forward. I mean, when that Dreamtime game kicked two goals in the last quarter and yeah. and, and, and was a big part of us he winning the game. You can genuinely play him anywhere. Yeah, so I'm really like, he's set for a big year. He is set for a big year. So number four, uh, people say it's biased, but no, you can talk to... Anyone on the who's watching on the track, I think they will say the same thing. But Kane Baldwin, number four, just taking marks everywhere. Really, uh, just being yeah. He only there's only one session I saw him get badly beaten. I thought it was a little bit unfair because they played him on Peter Wright for forty minutes. And, oh, well, I mean, <laughs> and it's ten soon. I was going to say he's got ten. There's more. He's <laughs> head and shoulders bigger than or smaller. So than yeah, him. it was the only time. I, I mean, Pete kicked three or four. I won't say like he kicked seven on him, but but you know, he was clearly he was when, too big for him. But yeah, just yeah. put it that way, right? Yeah, when it was the ball was kicked up high and he had some space, it was just he couldn't jump that high. A bit and, when uh, you used to play on like when you used to play on me, so, just was too big, too big, too strong. <laughs> True, um, but look outside of that. He's had some amazing tra- practice matches where he was clearly just the best marking player. He, I, I've, I said, How I, do, I genuinely side? believe he's, and quite by some distance, he's the best mark at the club. Uh, his hands are so assured now. And it, it, he's got even more confidence than he had last year. You could tell he's got a lot of confidence in his ability. His marking at the moment is just one grab, bang, cling. And uh, so he... Again, how do we get him in the side, Scott? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's. But he makes the list because, like you said, he's taken more of a step. He's making. He's taken another step up. But again, it just helps with the overall depth because the the depth is what's really takes us to a new level. When you get the six to eight injuries, who are the players that come in? You yeah. Know, if. If Ridley goes down and Laverde goes down and you go, oh, we're going to have to get Baldwin. If Baldwin's at a much bigger level and there's no change, it just – your side just rolls on. Like it, So that's – depth is key. So it's these this age bracket that has that you want to get better. Number three, uh, all right, we're going to have to talk about him. Nate Caddy. Sorry. It's, it's, <sighs> oh, baby. You, you can't ignore it. Um uh, and I, I want to talk a bit of detail on this one for me, please, yes. because I want to I want to know is this hype or is the kid doing stuff? So the reason I'm got, I'm so glad people get to hear this because I, I want to break down Caddy and, and tell you why. Um, I think I I personally think at the moment he at this stage, so anything can go from here at this stage. I have him as the most exciting prospect I've seen in a decade. Um, that's my personal view. Whoa. Uh, because what had happened with when he took that mark, it, probably, it kind of glossed over what the whole session was about. Yes. Because that was the longest practice match they, they probably had completed at that time. Even they did a practice match yesterday. It was just half an hour. Um, so that was like a proper, I think it was like 60, 70 minutes, you know, and so we got to see Nate Caddy over a, a good range of time. What that kid did in that in that session, if you if you weren't excited about what you were just witnessing, forget the mark. The mark was obviously great because awesome. It, it explains his mindset that he he, yeah. he doesn't care who anyone is. I'll I'll, t- I'll, I'll go for I'll, it. I'll stand on Langus. Yep. But it's everything he did actually on, on that day. Um, and he's had two big special days out. He's had so 
Uh, one, the first, first time they ever did a practice match, he kicked three goals in 20 minutes. They took him off because they'd, they'd still been cautious. Loads and but all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he kicked three goals. He was like, oh, okay, that was a nice little tease. They start the new year. Then he has this, they're going to, we're going to do a 67 minute. Caddy, you're going to play about 40 minutes. He still sat out about yeah. 20 minutes. They're still doing that with Archie Roberts and everyone. That's right. All the draftees. We're going to give you about 35, 40 minutes of play. See how you go. By far the best forward of that was it, and that was, Peter Wright kicked three goals and was. Looking Is it just good. because he was it running around like a, like a, a newborn baby, or it was what it was was it was such a complete rounding off of a game. It was he had two of the best goal assists you would ever want to see. Who was playing on him? Uh, for the so Mackay started on him for the first ten minutes. And Too then, quick. And then Coxie played on him for the next half an hour. Were they playing him properly or were they just maybe not going as hard as they could to give the rookie a bit of confidence? Oh, no, no. Coxie's not going to uh, – if you're Cox, you have to – Well, I was going to say, it, he's, he's leaning on your spot, mate, like yeah. a spot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so no, it's 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 very competitive at the moment because okay, yeah. spots are hard. So there's a play, and I'll show you after the podcast actually. Huh. So there's a, there's a play – where the ball's in the – this is an example. Um, and there's a ball – ball's right on the boundary line, say 30 metres around from the goal, right on the boundary line. Heppel's got it. He's, he's the defender, obviously. He's going to do the release kick to 50. You see Caddy jump to try and smother the football, and he's a metre inside the boundary line. So the ball's gone out to 50 along the boundary line, of that, of that boundary line. The opposition has marked it. You can see the opposition turn his head. And, and they've been doing a lot of switch of plays. In that half a second, Caddy picked it up more than any other forward. He goes, I know what they're doing here. I swear to you, eight seconds later, he's marked the ball five metres from the other boundary line 40 metres 40 meters out. I've never – it was moved so quick and he predicted the play so well. Now, actually, sorry, no, he didn't mark it. The ball bounced a metre in front of him. He's picked it up with two hands cleanly. And then he, he looked around and then a 30-metre jet pass centred it to a guy 40 yards out. And it was like, all right, that's... That's, that's pretty bloody <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and then he continued to do it. He, he, it was like literally 10 minutes later, uh, we're watching from the wing, uh, from, the, from the other side of the hangar, that makes sense, underneath the uh, new umbrellas. The umbrellas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, marks, uh, he marks on the wing... Uh, takes a big pack mark on the wing. Looks really impressive. He looks down the ground. There's no one there. So, um, you know, they call out, you know, hold, you know, hold the ball, hold the ball. So he looks down. Uh, McGrath does that classic, you know, run 20 metres to the right just so there's a possession if he, you know, so they if can... If he needs that little the, short one. Yeah, yeah ret- retain, dump out. retain the ball, give him an extra 15 seconds. Dump out, kick, yep. He kicks the ball to McGrath, but as soon as that the ball's released from his foot... He sprints 60 metres and marks the ball from McGrath. <laughs> Damn. From the, and he marks on the 50. Yeah, way, way, to, way to show that hustle, kid. So that, and that's what he's – but we're talking like this happens seven or eight times where he just repeat runs but not running irresponsibly as in like to help the team. Yeah. Understanding the – he's understanding what's transpiring ahead of him. And running to the spot, they go. I think I can help you in a good spot. Yeah, and okay. And his mindset. There's plays where you know he'll run up towards the wing as a diving ball. He's gone head first, like very James Heard, like head first diving into the ball and release the handball, like he's a midfielder. And it was just like I was trying to describe to friends, like. I'm not sure what weakness I'm seeing here. That's why I think I was trying to work out why am I so excited. Watch him and going, okay, he can kick the ball, he can pass. He can jump. He can run like a midfielder. He's on handball chains. He's taken speckies, pack marks. He's creating 20 metres space on a lead. Like they can't – his first five metres, they can't can't just catch up. And sometimes Nick Cox is there, but he's out sprinting Nick Cox. And and you're like, it's hard to not comprehend what that may translate down the track. And you go – in a year, couple of years' time, uh, what that you know, you go. How could you not be? What from what I'm watching, 
and you know they're <laughs> trying to switch guys on him to see if they can hold his presence. But yeah, I don't know how I don't go. How does that not translate down the track? Speed, midfield presence, um, hands, hands. But the attitude—it's the attitude. I think that. But that's that's the thing. The, yeah, that's the part. It, I yeah. think I, I saw him stood on. He's not a show. People. He's not a showboat. That mark is not. Don't think of that spec. He's a showboat. No, he didn't hold the ball up afterwards. Or yeah, anything, yeah, did he? No. He, he'll be on the. He'll be diving like he's Jai Colball the next play. Uh, and so he he'll he embraces tackling and doing the dirty stuff just as much as the Jake Stringer style of stuff, and and. Yeah, it's it's um, so couldn't possibly have been. Yeah, and better. that's like why I have him as number three because I I'm factoring in that he's 18 years old. Yeah, he's a top 10 pick. He was pick 10, but of the I've got him in there because of the drafties I've seen over the years. I I just there's just something about him. There's just something about his psyche of uh, just doing the extra things. <laughs> it's like this is going to sound weird, but. The psyche of humbly wanting to kick everyone's ass. Yes. <laughs> no matter the, no matter where their status is at the club, but not in a showboat manner. No, no, no. Just, just you can tell underneath because he gets peed off when he gets taken off the ground uh, when they want to arrest him that it's simply – it's always dangerous mentioning this name, but I'm talking about the psyche. It's simply the James Heard mentality of I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. I want to compete. I, I hate want the ball. I hate I losing. Yeah. yeah, and he'll, he'll do, hopefully you know guys like Rick Edwards and the guys who go to the training, Bruce and all them. They'll testify this. You, you'll see uh, what you'll see just one on one mark drills. Just you know, just yep. standard stand and kick the ball through him in the air. You know, you well, if he loses one, he's punching his ways. Do they? It's like you know, Ridley and that just like jokes. Yeah, it's just, it's, we do this every Tuesday and Thursday, mate. Yeah, yeah relax. He, he's banging his thigh like. Wow! And you're like, gee, you can't teach that kind of competitiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that surely, with the skill set, will eventually. Translate, and that's why to a I, very exciting play. And that's why go. I've said, mate. I, I look. I still want um, Harrison Jones in there from day one. But you know what? I would love to see is everything you've just described makes me just absolutely the hair stand up on my arm. But I, I can't wait till he absolutely destroys the VFL and like gets minutes in the middle and does well there and kicks threes and fours and yeah. fives. And having it, said it, that, it, if you talk to Pat Voss, he's still not going to play. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it'll be interesting because the reason I'm balancing this out is so for that half an hour session on Tuesday, and this is the this is why I want to do a complete argument as well. You know, I asked Bruce, I wasn't there. How did Caddy go in that half an hour batch? Was he? Yeah, to be honest, he didn't really touch it. Um, okay, played on. You know, and that's that's the factor of why Scott's going to factor in everything because with 18 year old is especially. Forward player, yes, of course, is con- in consistency because you're gonna what you want to see is flashes of brilliance, and that's you. Whether you're Matthew Lloyd, Matthew Lloyd, you know, first ten games, you're not going. No, he kicks seven not. goals no. every game. Yeah, he had games we got shut down, and Scott Lucas as well, and absolutely. Um, heard his first year was pretty quiet, it was normal. Yeah, yeah. Joe so, Watson was very normal. So you want to see, you just want to see flashes of brilliance. So and then let him he's, develop. He's two out of three. So, Which is great, yeah. And uh, look, we'll we'll see what he's like against St Kilda, and we'll see what he's like if you they select him for Geelong. Will he play? You'll get a better understanding. Like Geelong is it, Geelong could easily sort some of this stuff out, you know, because he's eighteen. They'll they'll. they'll <laughs> could but, you imagine him up against um? What's his face? The defender. Like it's that wouldn't even be fair. And so, yeah, it's it's an interesting. It's an interesting debate to have, but I'm very relaxed about what Scott wants to do. They they've got the intel, they've got the de- they've got the development, and um, they know what's required. Uh, I did hear a club official say, "Hey, you know, as exciting as this all is, he's still raw." Like he's still, yeah, we've, of course. we've got to teach him game plan and he, he doesn't know how to move like a defensive, yeah, defensive schemes and running. And that. So there's there's a lot for him to learn. They'll know a lot more in, in, in the practice matches where everything sits. Um, I and and 
and like I said, I think we talked about this on the Patreon show, there's no guarantee that either Caddy or Jones will be actually played. Yes. Because cause Stringer's firing, uh, Wright's firing, Langford's firing. and Menzies doing nothing and, wrong. And if they play two Ruckman and they have him Draper rotating on the board you line, go. you're like, well, there's actually Where maybe. Where do you put the man? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's maybe not a spot. At the moment. So that's all got to factor in. It's just not a given that they're, we're competing for who's going to play that Exactly forward. right. I, I agree, man. Who, who else? What's on, what else is on okay, the list? Okay, let's go. Uh, so number two, well, it's nice that we're going to another youngster here. Uh, and so if two out of three was good, three out of three makes this even better. And that's, Hello. And that's Zach Reed because Zach Reed has been fantastic. This this is the Zach Reed. I wanted to see your hoped. This is Zach Reed with continuity, just been training since November, just no hiccups. And just every week you're getting a more confident guy. He he's definitely worked on his body. I yeah, mean, he looks bigger, yeah. Much bigger in the arms and shoulders, and that's holding up much better in, in his defensive uh one on one. So that's pleasing to see. Uh but he's he's doing some his marking's been fantastic. His skills are fantastic. He's 205 centimetres now. That's a massive. When I was down there, he walked past me. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm every inch of six foot three. And I don't feel small very often. That bloke and Mackay, dead set, make you feel tiny. Now, could you imagine him in at full stretch? At full stretch, whilst the ball is coming in, he's... He's my guy for 2024. I really genuinely want him to be as good as you think he might be. Yeah, exactly. If I just can't help think he'll play. I just I like the Scott, I Scott, to, Scott's just talked about him so glowingly and and how I mean Scott's you've really sense Scott's been saying how important he is if he's fit to be in this the side. The only thing is like if we're going to play him down back, my only concern is Mackay, Reed, uh, Ridley, and are we too tall? I think the mobility of Reed and Mac- and Ridley does help a lot. Okay, because because right. Reed is unusually mobile. But are they going to put a shorter guy on Reed? Like, is is he? He's always going to have a shorter guy. But are they? Are we, like, okay, if the ball's bombed in, then he's all over it. So what they've been? Yeah. So just sorry to cut you off there. So what they've been doing? The the they've been halving his opponent. So they're playing him on sometimes a tall like a Jones. But then they're also playing him sometimes on a, a Menzira to, to – so, you know, they're, they're trying to see, which I think has actually it's been working big out. Call, yeah. But they're trying to do the Dustin Fletcher a bit, you know, the, yeah. that, that if he's so mobile, the actual, the actual height factor and being able to stay with your man comes into play. Uh, so I don't think they've got in their mind they're pitching him – pitching and holding him to just you've got to play on a 200-centimetre player. Yeah. He's, you know, now that he's got constant training – you forget how mobile he is. Yeah, he's he just moves. He does move like Ridley, to be honest. Uh, so look, uh, he, him and Mackay are going to be very fingers crossed, yeah. man, on Ridley. Because the, the question is, is though that the hard part is, is actually for me, is where does Jaden Laverde sit? Well, that's that's what I'm her? saying. Like, uh, where, where do you get how do you get Ridley in the have. side? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how do you get Ridley in the side when Laverde's done nothing wrong? He's still an incredibly good, experienced footballer as well. So, how do you do it, man? Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, but look, he's been fantastic. It's, it's like I can't can't tell you enough about how much Good. he's moving well. He's commanding. He has such a presence in the back line. So much ball is going through him and Martin, um, and he and he's 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 been mastering the switch of play really well. So they're using him quite a lot with him and Martin. They rotate because they're by foot so good. So if Martin has it, say slightly on one side of a forward pocket. Quickly, Reed will run onto the other side, doing the switch of play, and vice versa. Nice. So at least one of them has control and okay. kicking, kicking out the, the defense. So, yeah, I could be anything. Yeah. He'll play. He'll play round one. He's playing next to Mackay. They've been doing it as a two tag yeah. system. You can tell. You go look. Him and Ridley and and Mackay have been, Jeez, have some, been playing. That's it, some good marking ability. Yeah, it's it's you know it's another guy that you go gee if if he can continue on. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting. It really right. is. Now then, um, who have we got at number one, old boy? Number one. Now, I don't know if this will surprise people or not, but if uh, 
But it's actually one of our free agency players. Nice. So, Jade Gresham. Ooh. Number one. Uh, because I, I think I had a certain point of view of Jade Gresham from the Saints. Uh, and I must admit, I always like, I always went, gee, how does he average a goal a game and 20 disposals? Um, it's not until I fully just concentrate on him training. And I swear from the very first training session to the most recent training session I've seen, I would say he's consistently been in the top four players. Uh, and he's purely forward line role. His ball finding ability is insane. And uh, I, I didn't appreciate it enough as in St. Kilda. And, and I can see why St. Kilda didn't like losing him. And, and uh, it took, it took Essendon to basically pay him a bit more money to get them the and draft pick. They drag wanted, him out. Yeah. yeah. To finally get it over the line. But it will be a loss for them, but uh, gee, that you sense with him the fresh start is also helping a lot. He went to Arizona. Um, he did note that he's the fittest he's been um, for probably six years. Uh, he's just moving well, but yeah, he, he's caused so much havoc in so many drills on so many sims, match sims. And he's just everywhere. Like you just look up and you go, there he is again. There he is again. And he actually reminds me sometimes of when Martin started to play match practice <laughs> and you're like, look up and go, well, there he is again. There he is again. Like, like, and he's just everywhere. And uh, I didn't, I didn't realise how good his ground level play was. So I didn't realise how small his legs were. Yeah. So he's got one of those, he's a bit merit-like, but even more so he's the longest body but the – incredibly small legs. And low to the ground. So his centre of granite yeah. gravity is insane. Like he picks the ball up. It's so easy. And and he can – so he's actually playing quite a lot of midfield minutes, even though at high five. So okay. he's probably playing almost like the Perkins role, but as a more of a roving kind of thing. So he, he plays – it seems like he, to me he plays high half forward, but rotates. We're talking like 30% as a midfielder. So not close to the goals. No, he's he he really is a link player, mm, okay. Uh, and he and it, he just can't he can't stop finding the ball. And <laughs> I love that. That's that's a cool. So he can't stop finding the ball. Stop finding the ball, it's man. Just, yeah, it's just like you look up and he's he's constantly got it. And uh, good. And I I've just been unbelievably impressed with watching him live. Um, and I'm Thank hoping you, Adrian. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a fresh leaf of life. He's yeah. You know, when he was fit. Four or five years ago, he had back-to-back 30-odd goals. Look, if he's back to that fitness level and back to that form, we'll take 30 goals as a high half forward and getting 20 possessions a game. And another Any day of the week. pinch-hit midfield option, awesome. Yeah, and experience as well. So he knows yeah. his stuff. So, yeah, he, he's been really good, really vocal, really – seems like he's fitted into the group really well. Like he's – probably that was really smart for him to pay for himself to go to Arizona – Join at least fifteen guys or yeah. fourteen guys. So he had a base. Used to him. So when he came back, he had a base group huh. of guys. Of that, you know, because yeah. no doubt it's like a camp, right? Like you, when you're having those kind of nightly dinners and yeah, heading out with the boys, and yeah, and something to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, massive Airbnbs you're staying at. You just get to know them on a different level. He, so he came back relaxed, and he's just yeah, he's just impressed the heck out of me. And him. again, apart from the obvious nature of um, Ben McKay who's going to be an impact player for us. It's just that simple. And, I mean, Xavier, Xavier Dersman, maybe he will. We're not quite sure. He, I reckon, from what you were saying, is going to be probably the one out of the pickups that we got will have the most impact. Yeah, you feel like him and Mackay instantly will have that. Oh, yeah. okay, I feel the difference. Yep, um, from round one. From round one. Yeah, okay. And, um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. They're going to have to put somebody on, on, um, on Gresham. Like, they're genuinely going to have to. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. And as much as um, Davey last season was, he's a good player and I like the kid and he's done okay, but you didn't really need to put your best defender on him because he wasn't tearing the games apart. But I reckon you put a bad defender on Gresham and you'll make, he'll make you pay. Yeah, he, he'll get the ball 20 times in a heartbeat. And uh, okay. it's just added to when you see the forward play, you can just see, you know, when Gresham, Stringer and Langford, they're all three players that are just ball-finding creativity yeah. it just caused a bit of mayhem and you're like that's a pretty exciting trio Group. of mid-size yeah. to small size um guys who just have that 
all can play actually midfield and all can play. I was going to say when when Jake's in the middle giving a pinch hit, then it's more yeah. Gresham and you can put Langers in the middle or on the wing. You yeah, could, and you got Durham floating through our forward. You can make you know Gresham goes up just for the ball, gets a few clearances. So Dersman's floating around on a wing, the all more, that stuff. More options for Scotty, the better. So look, it's uh, that's kind of where I sit. Look, it's just in a general sort of where now we're holding you to all of those, <laughs> mate. All of those performances will need to be. I know. Realized. I'm fearful of it. Yeah. That's, or that's that's all you can do is say what you see. Bag Scooter on Twitter, Scooter McNeese on Twitter, and get stuck in. And on it the definitely Facebook doesn't page. mean anyone else is performing bad. So yes, don't, it does. Don't, he hates Dyson Hes- <laughs> Dyson Heppel, and he should be traded. That's what you're basically <laughs> saying because you didn't mention him. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but look, uh, the, the group are, are training well. The good news is I think in the last session they only had – Draper had started – did about 40% of the drills, uh, so he's now transitioning to full. So they literally only had – oh, what was it? Wanganeen, uh, Hunter, Shiel. Uh, might, that might have been it, um, close to it. Who was, who was, and I've seen Shearley kicking the ball around a bit yeah, too. Yeah, Shearley's now definitely yeah. ramping things up. Wanganeen's now doing some running – so the the health of the list is actually very very good. Yeah, uh, so this time of year, yeah, you can't you know they'll be wrapped where they're sitting right now yeah. of Scott and his options that and he's then got up his sleeve. Crossing it's, everything they've got between it, now and it round is one. as hard as a round team one that you could ever select. Very I, interesting. I don't envy his the headaches, but this. Finally, this club's going to have some headaches. And that's the thing. Like, you see Reed who's training the house down and you go, I've got to put him in the side. But then Kane Baldwin's doing everything he humanly can. Yeah. That's going to be – if Kane doesn't get in the side, it's going to be an awkward conversation. But, mate, you've done everything you humanly can. But seriously, man, we can't – just at the moment, we just <laughs> can't get you in the side. So it's, it's a really good position to be. And, it, it again, it just – it keeps Reedy on his toes that um, Kane Baldwin's snapping at his heels. So, mate, yeah. really good today. Really good to, to, to hear – um, the inside knowledge of you down at the training sessions. Um, I know that you love going down there. I wish I could get down there with you more often, but um, it's been really good insight. And look, just to if just for people who don't know what our Patreon is, I'm going to actually talk. Actually, it's going to be tonight, but I'll release it in the next couple of days. I'm going for people on Blitz and who know training well. Knackers, who goes to training, and Bruce, who I talk about all the time, goes to he goes to every training session without fail. Yep. So there's no more IP greater than that Bruce. I'm actually talking to them tonight on a conversation, going to record it uh, uh, all about specific training drills and what they're seeing. Uh, so if you're Patreon, feel free to join up. $5 a month, you'll hear that show. There's – the. You, You'll see actually see the last two Saturday training sessions. I've done full re- podcasts on those, just reviews. One of them is just titled Caddy. I was like, like that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but, you know, it's only $5 a month uh, and you get all that kind of inside uh, eyes on, on the track. Yep, absolutely. Reviews. So feel free to sign up at Patreon. What, where can they go on Patreon? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash lunchtime catch up. Um, when the regular season kicks around, like you said, Scotty's got all of his preseason um, live from the training session. Um, preseason reviews on the on the Patreon site there. Um, and when the season kicks in proper, it's eight extra show, two extra shows a week. Um, we do a Thursday night team selection show review um, where we talk about the players that have been selected for the week's game. And then straight after the game, if we're not at the game, um, we will be doing our post game, our very famous and, and loved post game reaction show. So straight after the game. Scotty and I get on the microphones and talk about it nice and raw. If we're at the game, it's genuinely sort of the next morning we'll do it. Um, <laughs> but because it's midnight when we get home. Uh, but yeah, eight extra shows, five bucks a, a month for that. Five bucks a month, not a week, five bucks a month. So get over onto the Patreon. We've got a heap of new Patreons over the weekend, uh, over the weekend, over the Chrissy period, which we absolutely love. Um, there's also special guests that we put onto the um, the Patreon as well. And there's also the uh, Discord community, which is getting close to 400 now. So Nearly 400 it's, 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 people. It's its own bomber blitz. It's, it's, it's daily talk, Essendon, just conversations. Good respects. Respectful, safe conversations, all talking Essendon, all different themes. So VFL, AFL, you know, everything, AFLW, everything training. So uh, you get that as uh, when you sign up, just send me a message and I'll shoot you a link to uh, to join the Discord. Beautiful. So. All right, mate. Well, um, first uh, first show back for 2024. 
Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. We will be sort of putting out uh, more regular shows as we sort of get closer towards the, the start of the season. Yeah, there'll be a big show probably in a couple of weeks uh, and there may be players involved, but we'll tease that out. Oh, okay. Close, closer to the thing. Hello. Maybe some multiple players involved. So. Look, okay, Scotty's teasing them out. So uh, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, everybody. We'll talk to you guys very soon. Thanks, guys. Go Bombers. <laughs>